Hello, everyone, and welcome back for yet another exciting episode of A Little Something Gay. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah, love it. I, I've been doing my little riffs at the beginning. I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, I am so incredibly excited to sit down and talk to my guest this week, a pillar in the OKC drag scene, someone who I find endlessly fascinating and talented. Uh, I'm just going to use your your drag name. It's Tape. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's me. It's you. The one, How, the only. Uh, well, really. Uh, how are you? Good, 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 good. Drinking, enjoying a nice day off. What are you What are you drinking over there? A little bit of Truly. Ooh, what flavor? Um, or just pineapple. This whatever the whatever the um, gas station had left over at the end of the night. I love the pineapple one. That's my favorite one. I'm. Are Are, are you partial to a hard seltzer? I do love a hard seltzer. I just uh, you know ever since I've been introduced to White Claw, I just like, try my little different brands now branching out i just have the sonic seltzers they're so good which okay which one do you like the, of the sonic seltzers i got the i got the tropical box and okay. blue coconut uh, oh not blue coconut, ocean water which is like a blue coconut flavor ocean water hands down best seltzer i've ever had agreed that is my jam it is so good it is so good totally. okay so tape how are you how you doing good fine getting back into this thing we called life after the pandemic what's that <laughs> i don't even know what that is anymore exactly <laughs> but getting back into getting gigs and getting back into wearing five ten pairs of tights and pads and corsets and cinches and all that cute i love that so at the beginning of every episode i like to ask my guest how do you identify um, well, a raging bitch most of the time. Mm. Or a drunk bitch. Uh, but just he, him, or just whatever you want to call me, honestly. <laughs> he, she, Regis and Kathy Lee. Do you fall anywhere on the LGBTQIA spectrum? Quit. Okay, great. Love that. You are married or? Uh, no, we're just uh, been in a relationship for three years now. Great. A loving boyfriend who puts up with all of my drag shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> and judging by your socials, there's a lot of shenanigans happening. Oh, yeah. We get into so many weird situations when it comes to drag. Or, but also, I am a very weird person in general. I don't ever realize how weird I am until he'll point it out. And so I just get, I, there's so many times where he's just like, what is our life? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just whatever I make it, I guess. <laughs> You know, Devin Green famously said that she didn't know she was weird until someone told her she was. Yeah, that's basically me. Like right now, like we have like, well, last summer we had like a big bird infestation. We have a bunch of bamboo in our backyard mm. and we had a big bird infestation. Not really infestation. There's just a shit ton of birds. Yeah. And I was like every day, like going out and like with the blower, like blowing the birds away in my sun hat while with my well, Dennis is out there like mowing the lawn. And I'm just like, get away, get away. Stop shitting on my porch. And then now this summer, I've got, uh, come around to the birds, and now I feed them my cat's tummy-sensitive cut kitty food. And oh. um, now I think, like, Dennis says that he thinks I'm genetically modifying the birds <gasps> because now they're, like, fully will come up to our door every day, wait for their kitty litter, not kitty litter, kitty food. Uh -huh. uh, but that would be, honestly, 
might try that. <laughs> but now when you go out in our backyard and look at the bamboo, there's like 25 bird nests all up in it. And every day I just go out there and they're all waiting for me to give them food. And I have like cardinals, blue jays, ravens, what? just little, we call them, then we have the ones that are like the, the rat birds, like mm -hmm. we call them the hyenas from like Lion King. Uh huh. So they're, they're all out there. We went out there today and looked at them. My friends came over and they're like, um, it literally looks like someone was murdered in your backyard. Like, because there's so many crows that are just like hovering my house. <laughs> you're like, so this is one of the things that my boyfriend has to deal with. You're like the spooky goth version of the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2. Yes. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about drag, shall we? Yes, of course. You, you have a drag persona called Tape. Mm -hmm. And Miss Tape has a very unique and specific, eh, maybe not specific, very unique drag style. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about how you got started doing drag and how your style has sort of changed over the years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I started out doing performance art because I went to I went to University of Central Oklahoma. Oh, I'm familiar. Yes, 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 of course, of course. <laughs> and I got my BFA theater. But in my senior year of that, <laughs> I um, started doing performance art. And I had, well, it started from a me filming a creative video to win a scholarship for my senior year or something. And I was supposed to be a creative video that was a way to explain your journey through the College of Fine Arts and Design program. I don't know, I, and okay. I, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit here and like film myself and do a time lapse of me writing all the plays that I was in, and shows I was in on my face. And that mm -hmm. would be such a winner. Mm -hmm. Filmed it and edited it and it was shit. And so I scrapped everything and was at, at my friend's house. I was like, what can I do that's creative? And I saw that they had a roll of duct tape and they had um, just a bunch of weeds outside in their front yard. And I was like, why not do something with this? So I just like took the duct tape and I was like, I'm gonna represent the growth of an artist. And the duct tape on my face is gonna be the blank canvas at the beginning of my college career. And then I'm gonna stick the weeds. Cause I, I so I wrapped my head the sticky side out and then I took all the weeds she had in her yard oh. and I just like put it on my, on, on the face and all the stuff like that. And I had like a diploma and everything, but it was like, I just looked like this overgrown mess at the uh -huh. end. I was supposed to, and I titled it the growth of an artist and all that. Mm -hmm. And I got third place in the scholarship thing, but it should have been first. Hey. She placed. One of my professors at the time was really interested in this idea of creating like this character that was doing stuff with tape. And so I started doing performance art where all of my performance art pieces incorporated duct tape. And I used a lot of like, I was really obsessed with Gaga as most gay men are. Still am. And, um, I really liked the idea of playing with fame and using fame as a way to like create different perspectives on in art and all that. And so I just like kept doing little um, performance art pieces and filming them using duct tape. And then I just was like, I'm going to create like the, uh, uh, my character is just going to be called tape. My, my performance art character is going to be called tape. And anytime I also paint and all that stuff like that. So my, my just artistic persona in general, anytime I do something artsy, I want it to be tape, kind of the you know, just an artist name, you know. Mm -hmm. And finally, 
my senior see it was the summer before senior year actually so i started this in my junior year actually it's, mm -hmm. it's cloudy yeah but then the summer between my junior and senior year right before we went out for for the summer uh my professor asked if i wanted to use this character to go on a study abroad uh trip and oh. create a show based around this character to do in the edinburgh fringe festival mm, yeah so, and i was like yeah sure why not and he was like well we'll get you like money to like pay for it and everything when ucl will pay for the show and the fees and everything so i create uh, i was like okay what kind of show can i create and i just ended up making a re creative retelling of frankenstein but relating it towards modern day pop stars and how they create personas that end mm -hmm. up becoming their Frankenstein monster that ends up destroying it. Yeah, it was like this weird thing. I love we got that. rated one star. What? Called a failed and pathetic attempt at physical theater and the Fringe Festival. So rock on. I was going to say, ooh, what, a, what an accolade. Right. So I it, it just incorporate, I incorporated a lot of drag because I had drag friends, friends that did drag um, mm -hmm. at the time. And so when I got back, I really liked the drag elements. And I was like, why not just jump into drag? And mm -hmm. now and then I just started putting on heels and wigs and looking nasty at the club. The and now is, here we are. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. I love your aesthetic and I love to see it uh, change and grow and evolve. I've always been a fan. I've always thought With it was so it, interesting it and cool. <laughs> no, but it's, that's a, what's so cool about it is that every now and again, you'll you'll kind of go back to the early days of like just like the blocked brow and the, the tape on the head with the yarn hair. Yeah. It's so cool. That, and like, nobody my, else does it like, that yeah, way. That's definitely my staples, the, the, like the duct tape with the yarn hair. A, it's just easy to do. And uh -huh. I, I, I hate, I hate, I have like a, I have a whole like wig stand behind me right now with a bunch of wigs, but I, A, can't take care of wigs. Mm -hmm. I suck at it. I just end up trashing them and, and end up like, just like frizzing them out and making some sort of other thing out of it. Yeah. And then uh, B, uh, the tape and yarn is less expensive than mm -hmm. getting an actual wig. And it's more striking, honestly, most of the time. And it, it's something that people know me by. Yeah, it's so cool. Nobody nobody does it either. Well, people have tried to do it. Oh, there are imitators. Oh, I see. <laughs> there was there's the drag queen that um reached out to me on Instagram. It's like I'm not I'm not claiming duct tape and yarn wigs, okay? But I <laughs> right, will say I, I I that is one thing I am known for is my like pulled back yarn ponytail duct tape scalp, whatever, what have you. But there was this drag queen from another state that messaged me they're like oh i'm really inspired by your uh your hair and the way you do it can i like copy it for this competition i'll give you credit i was like yeah sure of course i don't give a fuck and then the comp thing happened she tagged me and then it was a, a couple months go by and then it was just like every single show that she did that i saw on her instagram she was doing the exact same look exact same look and then she was copying my actual costumes and looks and makeup Okay. And then there was one post where it was like she did seven other of her friends the exact same way. And I was just like, maybe I should cut license copy, like put a copyright or a patent on this. At what point does it become thievery? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's okay. I really don't care. But well, I really do. I really, I really will say I go back and look at pictures. I think I've been doing it for four, four years now, four or five. Uh -huh. and I look at pictures from when I first started. I'm like, I really left the house looking like that. Well, sometimes I didn't even leave the house looking like that. I showed up with my beard and all at the club, and I was there like, you're performing? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, 
okay. <laughs> and then I would just get ready in like 10 minutes. I just smather on white and with, I, I, I would go to just Party Galaxy and buy a pan of white and a pan of black and then just like a bunch of vials of glitter. Uh-huh. And I would go to the, I would go to the bar. I wouldn't wear like tights or anything. Just put a pair of fishnets and a body shaper on and then whatever cool jacket I had that week. And I would just take a white and I would smear my whole face after I'd like duct tape and everything. And then I would take the black and I would contour with the black. And then I would mm-hmm. just pick a vial, a vial of glitter and I would just dump it all over my face in the dressing room. And then I'd go out. I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, people loved it and I made money. So here. <laughs> I think that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely a wild time. There's been many of nights back in the the um, infancy of tape where I was getting out of like my outfits and stuff because I used to just saran wrap my body and then duct tape costumes on and it'd be the end of the night I'm not drunk as fuck and I'm like cutting myself out of my outfits <laughs> and I have so many scars on my thumbs and like hands from like me like cutting myself out drunk and slicing my hand like getting out <sighs> it was such a wild time now I try to take it less chill I call that my art pop era and now uh-huh. I'm in my jo- I'm in my Joanne era stars oh okay great oh I can't wait to see what what you do with chromatica era <laughs> We got so much to look forward to. Yeah. So, uh, as an artist, I think in this, I'd love to get your your kind of perspective on this. A lot of people think that drag can only be one type of thing, and a lot of the time that is female illusion. If you had to define what drag is, what how would you define it? Well, I really do say it all the time, as RuPaul once said, well, "You're you're born naked, and the rest of drag." Who? I'm not familiar with her. <laughs> what? We talk about her all the time. It's fine. Yes, 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 yes. But it is true. And RuPaul, like as much hate as RuPaul's been getting lately, I sit and I watch like old videos of RuPaul with the Nelson tapes. I love those. I watch those all the time. And it's like <sighs> seeing someone like from getting went from nothing to creating this persona and then just having everything basically now mm-hmm. yeah it's just so inspiring but really when i like when i look at drag i like the like what i look at i guess what i do it as is just creating a character to entertain people mm-hmm. that's real uh, that, that's what the basis of what i think why i started it because i just like i love the idea of creating a character that i can make believe it's like this for like a few minutes on stage at a time that i'm like this famous pop star or whatever and just to like remove everyone in the audience out of reality and we can all just live in this fantasy together i'd love that about drag yeah but um drag is really anything as long as you're like it's just it's honestly a personification of art that's what it is like drag is art and when you create this character that's just taking all like the different like style like so if like it's like Van Gogh or Picasso or um, Keith Haring, if they created like a drag persona, it would be reminiscent of the types of art that they create. So it's just, mm-hmm. you know, personifying it and using it to entertain the masses, you know? Yeah. That's great. That that was a, um, uh, a very lovely response to that, to that question. Well, <laughs> have you been asked that before you seem very well um, well that. no there's just been me and my boyfriend Lahab, literally just watch we just consume i like as much as i say that i'm not like a big connoisseur of no i will say 
I'm not like Same. a big connoisseur of like mainstream drag, not to be like, I'm not a mainstream person. I watch Drag Race. I watch every single thing with my boyfriend. We watch all the different international things. We watch mm -hmm. Dragula. But um, what inspires me most is like the drag that's was big, but not a lot of people know about. Like I watch a lot of Divine David uh, from mm. London. Okay. They're so cool. You need to look them up. Divine David is probably like what I actually strive to be. <laughs> uh -huh. It's just like this nasty creature that's just funny and doing little skits that make no sense, but to the audience is just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So you you referenced Drag Race and Dragula, and you are a fan of both. What what are your thoughts on do you think that the that the that the market is oversaturated with too much drag right now, or do you even think that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah? <laughs> I and like, and as much as I love that people are into drag and how how prevalent it is nowadays, it is when people there's like I have a lot of people that get in my like message me and they're like, oh, I want to start getting a drag, and I'm like, there's only so many people a market can take, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I still need gigs. Mm -hmm. But then it, it, there becomes, a, I, I do think that everyone needs to try drag at least once in their life because it's literally so fun. I, my, I, for, before the pandemic, I, on Halloween, I did my boyfriend for the first time. And my boyfriend is like huge drag fan, like drag hag to the max <laughs> and had never done it before. And I put them up in my makeup and everything. And they, uh, he looked just like me. I don't know. How, I'm not a great makeup artist. But it really was uncanny that he looked just like me, except just taller. Mm -hmm. And we went out that night. I just like dressed like him for Halloween. Like I just wore like basketball shorts and a Katya shirt, which is like what he wears everywhere. Sure. <laughs> but I did. So I just dressed as him and he dressed as me. And uh, we went to the bar and people were up, going up to him all night and being like, oh, tape, 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 thinking it was actually me. Uh -huh. And he got we got home that night. and He was like, it is crazy how many people come look, come up to you. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's great. But um, yeah, the market definitely can be a little bit oversaturated at, at times. But between like Dragula and Drag Race, I like that those are both really big mainstream things right now because I mean, Drag Race, they show like, you know, diverse a little bit types mm -hmm. of drag. It's getting better, yeah. Dragula really does have such a wide, wide, wide variety of people that watch it, want to audition, have auditioned, and have been on. Yeah, and I love that. And I love that they on Dragula, their their whole caveat before the judging is this is art, art is subjective. We can't judge that. We are just here to critique. And I I I really like that. I mean Nicole Byer said something really that I thought was so uh right on the money on on a podcast recently and she said that drag race is for uh female illusion. Yeah. And I sort of, yeah, I sort of agree with that. I mean, there, well, this past season, that there, there have been. I, I feel like, not to, sorry, not to interrupt you. I feel like no, that's you... what, like with RuPaul and all them, is like, that is like, you see it a lot with like the older drag race queer community. Yeah. Where they're very much like, no, this is was made for female illusion. Right. And I think only recently I've started hearing like, the discourse between drag and female illusion, uh, especially here at the OKC bars, where it started to be 
oh, our bars just wants to do female illusion. We don't want this clown crazy ooh 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 ga 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 thing. Right. Yeah. They want like they're like oh we're doing female illusion. Mm-hmm. And I and I really like honestly within the past couple of years that was the first time I've ever like heard like a like that that there was a difference between that you know because I always just saw it all drag is drag. But I yeah. guess there are people that are like no female illusion is different than drag, and that's definitely what Drag Race kind of is going for. <laughs> it's getting for I think quite it's a getting few a little now. Yeah, this 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 past season I think has been sort of the the most diverse we've had. People like Trixie, Trixie is just as out. Oh, that's true. And I mean after her kimchi was pretty she's pretty out there as well. Yeah. But they would have sprinkled that. They sprinkle it out. Right. Well, even Trixie said she wasn't doing her makeup as crazy during her season because she wanted to win. Yeah. <laughs> so the, t- the the tide is turning. Would you ever consider competing on a reality show? Is that your jam or I both mm, maybe <laughs> I'm just like I I, I I I like competition I think it's a good way to push yourself push yourself and like especially with me if I would be so if I competed all the time I would be creating new stuff all the time mm-hmm. I would always be having something new but with competition it's just like so stressful for me and I'm just in this to have fun oh mm-hmm. I've I've filled out the application for drag race like this last thing that went through like this one last cast the last casting for the first time and then I was like going to do the video and then I was just like "Mm, no and then I filled out I filled out the application for Dragula twice because everyone's always telling me to try out for Dragula which I Mm -hmm. think like OG tape would have been very in line with Dragula I think I still am I'm still pretty like that punk aesthetic I guess but once I just get to like the video requirements and all that I'm like "Mm, that's a lot for me to just have wanting to have fun (laughs) And a lot of my, like, biggest drag idols are people who weren't on those shows. And I just want to, like, foster a community of people that see my drag and are like, oh, I don't want to follow them just because they're on TV. I want to follow them because I actually like the stuff that they're putting out. Mm -hmm. Who are some of your drag idols? Well, like, Divine David, of course. Mm -hmm. Divine Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack A. Monroe from OKC, Lady oh, okay. Money, like all the legends, and I know like also like here in like OKC, like Ginger Lamar, and it's just like people that like you see online. We're like, uh, Love Bailey is like a really big inspiration for me right now. She's not a drag uh, person, but she's like a trans woman that lives in California. She has like this whole ranch called the Savage Ranch mm. that they're making into a queer. Uh, artist commune where you can like apply and like stay in their little bungalows to create art for like a certain amount of time there she's really great she inspires me honestly so much like like I'm always on the search for what my catchphrase is right now it's whoopsie dootsie I say that a lot on the mic when I'm (laughs) when I'm posting but like hers is like so good her her catchphrase is slather it up so she's always just like ooh, slather it up when you when you got nothing else to lose you better slather it on thick and it's just like ah it's such a like visceral like fun like catchphrase oh, i love it i'm sure you have catchphrases that you don't even know about probably I, most of the time i don't even remember what i said at a show because because <laughs> why twisted <laughs> yesterday i had a I, yesterday i did a show at okc contemporary uh-huh. uh for their teen night which was oh. really, really cool because there's no after the rec room closed here in okc oh r.i.p did you ever go to the rec room? Oh, yes, honey. When they close, there's like nowhere 
for teens to get their you know sense of safety in a queer space you know yeah and so okay so contemporary reached out to me and like booked me and my drag daughter to do like uh like two 15 minute slots each at their teen night last night mm-hmm. and oh saturday night so it was a couple nights ago whatever uh they all run together nowadays that's how it is a post-covid world <laughs> but it was fun they they uh the t- and the kids were having so much fun as soon as i was first and i started my number and it was so cool to see like uh teens just like being able to be gay and have fun in like one little space but then i was also drinking and i was on the mic and I, <laughs> they had a they had a bar down at the first floor and i was just like getting gin and tonics the whole time like in between like me coming up and performing and uh there were a couple times where i said something i probably shouldn't have said in front of a bunch of teenagers <laughs> like what i literally i'm telling you when I get to a show, I just like say whatever comes to the front of my mind and hope for the best. And then and sometimes I remember and sometimes I don't. <laughs> well, that's why you have your boyfriend there. It's the stenographer. We woke up on we woke up on Sunday and he was like, you said something on the mic that was so funny, but I just can't remember it. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> we need our own our own Nelson to come and film you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How many drag children do you have? Just the one, and it's the only one I'll ever need. And what is her name? Uh, Q. Q, okay. I swooped her up when she was just a little baby queen performing at the rec room. She is literally uh, the best. She's probably actually one of the people that inspires me the most. She, like, hand sews, hand beads. Like, she creates okay. every single every single piece you see on her. Usually she's made. She's make, She makes her own wigs. She styles all her wigs. Damn. Like, literally will, like, sit and, like individually put in like all the hairs on the wig oh my god and like uh she's just so good and so beautiful and so stunning and and so young and i'm just like over here uh, we were we were standing uh, next to each other in the mirror the other night and i was like you know what we really do like mother and daughter yeah we are i'm the supreme losing my power for you to become the next supreme <laughs> like i'm all old and she's like tied up in a corset and i can't even be bothered to put one on anymore i'm like oh she's fading yeah the new, the new supreme is rising yeah so pride is coming up mm-hmm. uh i would be remiss if i did not commend you or bring up your 2019 pride look which was my 40 foot long ponytail. Yes, was ponytail. the <laughs> signature tape. Uh, oh, I'm going to call it a hair system. Yeah. <laughs> so we, you had the duct tape and then you had this giant what, for, 40 foot, you said? It was about, it was the length of my entire house. So it was, <laughs> it was long. <laughs> what? Now walk me through that. What, what brought this about? Well, we were just sitting down and like, I was asked to be on that, the float by some guys that own, um, the guys that own Urban Cowboy in Fort Worth, Texas. Mm. They were in charge of the Smirnoff float and they messaged me on Instagram. They're like, hey, I had done like a show with them or something like that, like where they had attended. And they were like, oh, we really want you to be on it. And I was like, okay, no problem. And I already knew that like most people in that in OKC, like when they are on the, the drag queens, when they're on the float, yes, they look beautiful. But I feel like ever it's always so early in the morning and it's mm-hmm. always so hot. No one ever does anything that's like a, a stunt. And I was yeah. like, why not? And like I think that year was the year that the Met Gala's theme was camp. Oh, right. And so I was just like, what could tape do that's like super campy? 
Uh-huh. And to me, it's like camp, like it's, I always love like a campy outfit that is like taking what someone is like known for and then is exaggerating it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, people like the yard and duct tape ponytail. So why not just like make it super long <laughs> and have it drag behind the float? I love that. Yeah. And so we just like put two chairs up at what one chair at the end of one side of my house and like another chair on the other side of my house and just like rolled it all <laughs> out on the, like I think I went through like 10 or like not uh, yeah 10 mm-hmm. rolls of yarn like bundles of yarn and then I just let it all out I had it at the beginning of the parade I had it up in a big beehive and uh-huh. then once I got to the thick of the um the thick of the crowd I started letting it out and then the the two muscly men behind me just waved it for me. That was the best oh, part. That's probably one of my favorite moments in drag, honestly. It was so cool. Yeah, but also and then just like me screaming, "All this for me! All this for me!" <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, you just like screamed, "Bloody murder!" <laughs> it was yeah. Great. It's just like you know, if people are there to, uh, 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 that's like also just like part of my theater training is like when you go to a show. Uh, they don't come to see the Johnsons having their uh, regular Sunday dinner. They can't uh-huh. see the Johnsons losing their shit. So a treat like it's, the float is a show too, going on the parade. Like, so mm-hmm. why not just like scream and shout whatever comes to your mind? <laughs> so Pride 2020 was canceled, and we were all very sad about that. However, it does seem like Pride 2021 is going to kick off and be a gay old time. Do you have anything uh, cooked up for Pride 2021 that you can share with us? Um, I haven't been asked for anything. There are also two Prides going on this year. Yeah. Do you know what's going on with that? Yes. And that's some tea that I might spill off the record on later today. Okay. (laughs) I will just say uh, this year, I will be going to Scissor Tail and not 39th. Okay. So, and if 39th uh, or if scissor tail wants me in anything gladly yes mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, i will be doing uh this june i think it's 11 i will be doing two shows for the plaza pride but um i do have some ideas that will for if i get in the if the if the downtown pride of scissor tail has a parade i have some ideas too that will be both reminiscent of my 40 foot yarn ponytail but upgrade it oh okay okay well we're all very excited yeah waiting with bated breath yes <laughs> but I, I it's just if i can execute it now we're 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 think we're, we've been mapping it out okay okay don't tell us anymore because yeah it's like my, that's the good thing about my boyfriend is like i come up with ideas and he's like the realist he's like okay let's figure out how to make it mm-hmm. he's always super handy so we just I come up with it, and he ex- executes it with me. <laughs> it's good to have a handyman around. Yeah. You work on a lot of projects that are n- not drag-related. Well, you do a lot of modeling, I'll say. Yeah, I just have a lot of friends that are photographers, and they're like, want to do a shoot? I'm like, okay. And Well, when you're so beautiful, you know, look at the material. <laughs> yeah, what? I just have a lot of friends that are photographers, and they just want to shoot me. Oh, what a hard life you live. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other projects coming up that you can tell us about? Um, well, we right before the pandemic hit, me and my friend were going to do a drag documentary. 
mm-hmm. um, where we were going to take a trip from OKC up to Chicago and for uh, to a ten day trip, mm-hmm. and then every day stop in a different little sit little town and do drag in each little town and just document what drag is like there. Yeah. Uh, but then the pandemic hit, and uh, that didn't happen. And then we were working on, so we decided to change it to like a horror film. So we're in the middle of writing a horror film, like a little campy, spooky, grindhouse type of drag horror film. Yes. But um, I'm really excited about, I have like a bunch of rough drafts left written out that we're like still trying to figure out what to do. Uh, We're about to drop, I uh, collaborated with a local, these girls that started like a phone case, custom phone case company here in OKC. Oh yeah. And so we, they, they reached out to me to do like a tape collaboration. So mm-hmm. we did 10 custom phone cases and those are about to drop pretty soon. I'm not exactly sure when, but nice. I just like, I like to reach out. I, I love collaborating with people. I think that's like something that um, I will always like fight for is like collaborating with people in your own city. Uh, I always like talk about how sad it is like when the holiday comes and everyone that moved away when uh they graduated high school or college everyone all the artistic people that moved away to chicago or la or new york new york come and visit their families and you're like fuck it it would be so cool if y'all would have stayed and we could all just like be cultivating more art here in the city and make oklahoma city just as artistic and fun and crazy and vibrant as these big cities so Mm -hmm. i'm always just like collaborate 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 like whatever i can get dip tape into i will do that's why i'm always seeming like i'm doing something different you know yeah and we're like uh we do, we're about to buy a house and i'm gonna get finally get my own like right now we're in like a house that's like a studio with like a separate bedroom mm-hmm. and just like one big open space is like the living room kitchen is like one big open space so my drag is just like everywhere and like in my art that i because i paint and all that and it's just like gotten to a point, especially during the pandemic, where it's like, I can't like separate everything. Mm-hmm. So now we're, we're, but now we're buying a house. We're going to be with three bedrooms. I, my boyfriend Ooh. gets an office. I get my own drag art room. Ooh. And once we're in there, by the end of this year, I'm going to be creating so much more. I already have this idea of doing like a variety show with a bunch of people and doing more. I want to do more content stuff, like yeah. more YouTube. Because honestly, I'm getting old. I'm 27 this year. And Oh, oh, boo. It's like wearing all these heels. Like I woke up yesterday after those shows I did on Saturday and I it was like walking on pins and needles. <laughs> I mean, 27, but I, I do feel like drag ages, ages people. Yeah, very, very, very much. Well, especially our skin. No, but I, I really do. I, I will always be performing. I, I will be literally in a wheelchair uh, as an 86 year old drag queen in a wheelchair performing Lady Gaga or Rob Zombie, you know. So Ginger Lamar? Literally, yes. <laughs> Is she still performing? Hmm? Does she still like host shows? She doesn't know. She no. She, she she's retired. My favorite thing is she called me a stupid bitch one time, and I, that's like quoted in my Instagram bio because I it just that. means so much. Day it was because I, I posted a video of my of the it was like the year anniversary or something like that of me like breaking my leg at the boom, and I posted a video of it. She commented, "Stupid bitch." <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing. She that was my favorite show. Her her going to her show. It was so good. Yeah. I've never got I've never got to see her um, in person because mm-hmm. I wasn't uh, old enough to go to go to those shows. Mm-hmm. But on YouTube, there's a bunch of Ginger Lamar videos 
that are Fair. so funny. Dude, yeah, if you just search oh. Oklahoma drag, you can like find a bunch of pageant uh, videos and just like drag and like old school rec room videos where the rec room was packed. I, I'm telling you, I just sit at my house and I just like cry wishing that I was back doing drag in the early 2000s or 90s, you know? <laughs> early 2000s, I definitely think would have been would have been a good time. And anytime I watch Careers Folk, I'm always like, oh, mm-hmm. if only, if only. I would love to go back to that time. Uh, and I just, uh, I miss the record. I wish it was back open. I just love a CD place but to perform Dragon, you know? <laughs> well, that's kind of your vibe, you know? Yeah. The the ooky, ooky spooky. Very dirty. <laughs> but you also clean up well. You. Thank you. I try. Yeah, she's pretty. <laughs> if I put the effort in. It depends if I want to take 45 minutes to get ready or three hours. Tape, we are coming to the end of our time together. Uh, but before I go, I like to ask my guest, is there a queer person in your life that has influenced you in a gay way? It can be maybe the first gay person you ever met or someone that was impactful in your life. Is there anyone coming to mind for you? It would probably have to be Jack A. Monroe, honestly. Oh, okay. Jack A. was the first drag queen I ever saw in my life. I remember going to the rec room senior year of high school and do my first drag show and seeing Jack A out there and like me going, ugh, I could never do that. I could never be that gay. And then I graduated high school and ended <laughs> up, and, and, and yeah, I, I was, you know, a little closeted gay cut trying to not to be super, you know, whoop. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, and then I graduated high school and I started like hanging out with a lot more gay people. And then it just happens to be that jack a was a part of the friend group of the people that i was like talking to and literally like that's probably why i ended up just getting into drag because those drag queens that inspired me when i was doing performance art that to incorporate drag were friends with her and she just like i i always say that uh like i want to i aspire to be just as funny and good on a mic as jack a monroe is because she really knows how to captivate an audience and like anytime i'm like on the mic i'm like just do what jack a would do but safely <laughs> <laughs> we all know the rumors of jack a and she'll talk about him but <laughs> uh, and the, the, uh, but i will uh, legally try to do what jack a. Monroe has done in her lifetime <laughs> i've seen her before ma- many times but no- nothing is really coming to mind as, as a, a specific instance mm. i don't remember her but i do yeah er- early early days of going out especially at the rec room you know yeah, up on that platform. Yeah, I was in, I was in a blackout a lot of the time, so work. <laughs> yeah, drinking grain alcohol, trying to just have a good time. Into it. Uh, well, hey, I want to say thank you so much for doing this. This was, so, this was so fun. I haven't ever really. I I was thinking about this when when I was getting set up. I haven't ever really had like a full on conversation with you one on one before. I think we've been in like social settings together, but other people have been kind of a buffer. Yeah. But this was lovely. I had a great time. I love talking about drag. I love talking about art. I love talking about the philosophy behind it all. Mm-hmm. I, uh, that's another thing I didn't even get into is my whole idea of just, because uh, I'm trained in clown too. I did, I did a bunch of clown training and that stuff. That makes sense. And there's, yeah. And like my whole, I had this whole idea that, that drag is like uh, a clown, like just, it's just like a drag is like cloud work. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a, there's a, um, there's a thing you do in clown of uh, certain like, experiment or like just like thing to perform is called an act of failure 
and you perform something you can't do for an audience just for their entertainment that you'll never be able to do for their entertainment. And I think ah. that uh, drag for me is my ultimate uh, act of failure of like, I just always <laughs> have wanted to be a pop star. And so now I'm just like, I'm so good at making people laugh because they're just laughing at the fact that I'm never gonna never be that talented. <laughs> hey, don't sell yourself short. Well, I just might. There's still time. Only 27. <laughs> right. Well, uh, Tape, where can everyone follow you if they would like to follow you? And they will. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Tape underscore OKC on Instagram. Mm. And that's about main all I really post on with Tape. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you can just follow me stroll along the road on 39th and Penn. Follow you where? Where are you going to go? I guess that's the fun of it, isn't it? woman always has her secrets Ooh. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to leave the listeners with before we sign off any last words get drunk have fun yeah um, hey. uh. it's always been my mind <laughs> all right thank you so much see ya thank you go forth and be gay everyone go forth